Small Town Bias Podcast. It's a Monday. We're back. Back in working order. It's great to be back. Uh, not exactly fresh into February. Well, since the last one, I think we are. No. I don't remember, actually. But it is February now. If it wasn't the last one, then we're here now. Which I think the last one was the 31st of January, so we're fresh into February now. Oh boy. So, and this is a huge show. I'd like to point that out before we get too deep into it. This show, huge. This Monday, this is big. You... I don't think you, well, besides the first episode, this is the biggest STB podcast you've ever listened to. We've got a huge change. We've got a huge change. We're axing the watch of the week. We're getting rid of it. The watch of the week is gone. Oh my gosh. No, you no, you don't need to use that profanity. That no, that's not acceptable. Sorry, my grandma just walked into the room and just threw the whole kitchen sink at me. Well, guess what? Don't get your knickers in a twist. Don't get your fanny in a Fiasco. I, is that? I there's one about a fanny, right? It's not that. I can't. I can't think of it. But I don't think it's anything to do with fiasco. Um. Anyway. Don't. Don't get your. Don't get your pickle in a predicament. Oh God. Because replacing the watch of the week, we got the weekly watch. I'd, I'd just like a round of applause for that one. Uh, thank you, thank, thank you. Um, we got the weekly watch stepping in for the watch of the week. And I know a lot of people, you know, you hate change. You're, you're screaming your heads off right now like, bring it back, bring it back. No. Nope, it's not coming back. We got the weekly watch to replace it. Now, on the serious side, you might be asking, what's the difference? Is this some stupid joke? No. I take this very... I don't, but... No, this this isn't just a joke. So, the watch of the week. Before, you know, at the start of every week, I gave you a watch of the week. 
just something, you know, that if you never watched, go ahead and watch it. You might find it interesting. Maybe you'll have a different opinion on it than me. Nothing really important. The weekly watch is going to be something that we watch to get like a book club, but for watching, like a film club, but not necessarily film. So the weekly watch is going to be something that I watch and that you can watch. And at the end of the week, whenever my last episode for the week is, if it's Wednesday or Friday, I don't know. I'm very inconsistent. There's really no schedule of this. I just do them when I want. At the end of the week, we combine, you know, and we discuss. Well, we don't. I talk about it. I talk about what I watched. Um, so we'll get to that at the end of this episode, as per usual, with the watch of the week. Um, and I'll talk. I'll discuss the weekly. Well, I won't discuss it, but I'll give you the weekly watch, and I'll watch it this week. And I'll strongly recommend that you watch it this week. And I'll just kind of discuss it at the end of the week. And, you know, this is as opposed to the watch of the week where I just said watch this and then never talked about it again. And every week it was just a new thing. So I feel like with this we can do more of an episode, like, you know, like a book club, like chapters of a book. If we do, like, I think I want to do The Last Dance, we can do, like, episode one for one week and then episode two for another week and discuss the episode after after every week. Although I think they did them in two parts, so it would be, like, one-two for the week just something interesting and I want to pick some stuff that's like not just sports um, even though I would recommend watching The Last Dance to um, really anyone I mean it's just a good story it's kind of just fun to learn about if you don't know anything about it and it's a story that most people have heard about as well not well not the story but the characters per se in the story uh, most people know who Michael Jordan is okay but anyway getting into the sports news we got a little bit um so literally right after I ended the, not right after I ended the episode last week but the day after um I posted the episode last week there is instant news about stuff I was talking about. Of course, there always is. So, right after I get done with that episode, the Flores drama starts in Miami. They're trying to pay him to lose games. 100k per loss. You know, they end up having winning seasons. So, you know, the ownership isn't happy with him, right? So, he's suing the NFL with for that and also the fiasco he didn't get a fair interview to him because I guess the Giants decided to hire Brian Dable before even interviewing Flores and I don't have much to add on this besides just reporting it just saying this is happening I don't have much to add on it but I will say that it isn't really surprising. I don't think the Giants made a bad hire. 
And I don't think interviewing Flores would have helped. You know, I don't think it would have been like, oh, yeah, we're going with Flores. I think Dable's, Dable's the right choice. Um, but I, I will add that I don't think this is anything new. I think this happens all the time to a lot of coaches. Some owners, some owners don't even know that much about football. They're just rich people. So I think in a lot of cases, you have owners who just have their minds made up on who they want. I think the Giants knew they wanted Brian Dable from the moment the season commenced. They were just like, yeah, I think we want Brian Dable. And they just had to wait for the Bills to lose in the playoffs. And so another thing I missed out on this week, or not this week, but right after the episode ended last week, was Tom Brady did announce his retirement literally the morning after I did it. Um, I, I think I, I don't know, I didn't really give a conclusion to what I thought was going to happen, but, you know, I guess I missed out on the news. It was literally right after, literally right after I ended it, <laughs> just the morning after he, he officially announced it. Uh, I'm not going to spend time talking about that. Anyway, yesterday, Pro Bowl. It's just turning into kind of a laughing stock. Nobody really likes it. I don't watch it. I've never watched it. It's just boring. And all I've all I've heard about it since yesterday is just negative. So, it kind of brings to mind some new ideas about what the Pro Bowl should be. And uh, I'm not going to claim any of these as my own necessarily, because I don't know if they are. I wrote them down. I didn't look any of them up, and I didn't see any of them. I saw, well, I saw the first one that I'm going to say, but the other two I didn't see. Um, but I'm not going to try to claim them as my own, because I don't know if people are just saying these normally or not. But one of the ideas that I have seen is changing, I mean, it's not a, it's not a Pro Bowl, but it's just getting rid of the Pro Bowl and replacing it with the two worst teams play for the number one pick the week before the Super Bowl. And I think that would be fun to watch. I mean, it there's incentive to it. It's not, I mean, it's not going to be, you know, the brightest show of the uh, brightest stars or anything. This This year it would have been the Lions versus the Jags. Which would have been interesting. It would have been interesting to see Trevor Lawrence in, you know, an incentive-based game like that. Kind of like, I mean, the number one pick is important. It's not as important as other sports, but... Because there's more picks, but, you know. It is important. It means nobody can take who you want. So that's the that's the big idea I've seen going around. I like it. It's not a Pro Bowl, so it really doesn't help. But I think it should. I I would enjoy watching that game being played. And so, okay, another idea is just to make it a seven-on-seven flag football game because it already is. Um, honor the linemen, you know, with the Pro Bowl status, but don't make them play because they don't want to play. It's. I mean, it's hard enough battling the trenches with, like, the best guys 
in the world at the sport every week and then having to do it for some stupid game where no one's even trying and sometimes that's that's when injuries happen the most is when it's just kind of lazy you know walking walking around you accidentally roll your ankle on somebody when you're not paying attention I don't know I just wouldn't have the lineman play it because that is a dangerous position uh, you're trying to move another man like but I just make it seven on seven flag football because they don't even tackle or they didn't yesterday they used to a little bit but yesterday they didn't even tackle so could just make it a seven on seven flag football game and call it what it is Um, and then the last idea is making like a winner's incentive for the winning team, like kind of like baseball, how the winner of the all-star game, I think they still do this, uh, you know, gets home field advantage in the world series, whichever conference wins. If the AL wins, then the AL, yeah, yeah, the AL and the NL. I had to really had to really blank there for a second. It's it's on lockout. I haven't thought about baseball at all. They're still locked out. Um, but kind of like that. If Yale wins the All Star game, then their team gets home field advantage in the World Series. I like that idea. I think they could. I think they could switch that for the NFL. And make it whichever conference wins gets, you know, the Super Bowl bid goes to their conference, right? So it narrows it down to where it's like 16 on six. Like, you have a 1 in 16 chance instead of a 1 in 32 chance to get the Super Bowl bid, right? To get the host to Super Bowl. Something like that. Or some other winning incentive. Just anything, really, to make it somewhat interesting just kind of matter because they're not trying out there it's just a boring game I'm sure there's some cool throws and stuff happen I don't know I don't watch it I think the skills challenges are fun they're they're kind of cool to see a couple highlights of um but also those just make the game entirely pointless because that's all the you know incredible stuff you're gonna see uh yeah, it was it's just boring. And I think they need to switch it up a little bit. Alright. I think that's all I'm gonna talk about for football. But I am gonna dip into right before we get into the weekly stuff, the non sports talk. I'm gonna dip into uh, the Cavs' recent trade that just happened yesterday. Actually, before I do this, I don't even think I mentioned the new hires that we had. While we're still in sports news, we had one new hire yesterday. Mike McDaniel, the ex-San Francisco offense coordinator, hired by the Dolphins. I don't know anything about him. Probably runs the Kyle Shanahan offense like the rest of the league, or the Mike Shanahan offense, I suppose. Um, West Coast style. That's what I'm assuming. Usually works. Who knows how it'll be. I'm sure it'll be fine. 
we'll see how it goes. And then, I think this news broke literally an hour ago, that Lovey Smith is getting hired by the Texans for their head coaching position. Just a veteran coach, been around forever. Um, over 500 in his career in the NFL, 500 in the playoffs, only three and three. Um, formerly with the Bears, and uh, there was one other team. I can't think of him. But he has NFL experience. He has college experience. He's been around the block. I have no opinions on it. It is what it is. We'll see how. I don't expect the Texans to be good. No matter who they hire next year. I ain't going to lie. Unless Deshaun Watson makes some dramatic comeback. But I don't even think he can save them at this point. Despite what he was doing before. Everything that happened. Okay, now that I've covered that, because I did forget about that, um, I will get into the Cavs' recent trade. It happened yesterday. Right before they played the Pacers, they traded for Pacers guard, Karis LeVert. Um, so the trade was, the Cavs traded Ricky Rubio, who is currently out for the season, and a lottery-protected first-round pick for this year. I think a second round pick for either this year or next year, and then like a second round pick in 2027. And they might have given us a second round pick in return with Karis LeVert. The second round picks don't matter. I'm not going to act like it even matters if we gave him like three. Like, who cares? The chances on hitting on a second round pick are pretty slim. About the same as hitting on an undrafted player. So anyway... I'll kind of get into what I think about the trade. Karis LeVert is a good player. I like him. He's a good scorer. He's a good playmaker. Young. Um, you reunite him and Jarrett Allen, two old Brooklyn guys. Um, reunite him on the Cavs. I don't hate the trade. I like that the, uh, well, the lottery protection on the pick doesn't matter. I, I don't think the Cavs, I think the Cavs are have made it well established that they're probably just going to make the playoffs this year. So the Pacers are going to get that pick. Wherever it may end up. Um, and if you've listened to this podcast, you do understand that I am a, I am a big fan of Ricky Rubio's. I think that he is a, a really tremendous player. I think that he runs an offense just beautifully. Um, There is no other backup point guard I would want on my team anywhere in the league. There's just, there's nobody else I'd want more than him. And there's some starting point guards I'd take him over. He just runs an offense so well. And he's such a great decision maker with a great IQ, great passer, and can score if he needs to. Um... So it does hurt to see him go, but he is out for the season. I think he's nearing 30 if he's not already. So a little veteran swap for some youth and some really talented youth. So I don't hate it, but I would implore the Cavaliers to 
immediately sign Ricky Rubio once his deal is up with the Pacers or if he's bought out. I would want him back immediately. Um, I think he had a huge, great impact on the team when he was playing. Um, so I'd, I'd want him back um, right away if it was possible. Um, but as far as Karis LeVert goes, good player, good pickup, not shameful, not, I don't think it's going to be a super impactful move, but I think it is a good move. You need a, we needed a player like that, a star kind of wing player, um, cause we have good guards, we got great bigs, um, and I don't think Okur, Okur, Okoro, sorry, is... You know, I think he's coming along. He's actually coming along a lot better than I thought he would. And his defense is good. He's been a great perimeter defender for the team, but you know, I don't I don't think he's he's not exactly there right now. And I think with Karis LeVert on the wing, we could it could be a kind of a splash in the playoffs. It could go past a round, which I really didn't see before this. But I think now with a now with him it could be it could be um I think they could go as far as the conference championships. You know, anything can happen once you get that deep in. And Karis LeVert is a talented guy. He's a good scorer. Um, I haven't watched him much since he went to the Pacers or really in his career. I watched him a lot in the bubble. Obviously, everyone did. He just went crazy in the bubble. But we'll see how he does with the team. This is such a it, the Cavs are such a well-built team and a team atmosphere. They work together really well. Um, you know, you'd hate to see someone come in and just kind of want to own the ball and want to play ISO and just pick and roll. You know, I still want to see that action, that cutting action, the movement on the offense, not just a bunch of, bunch of standing around waiting for like a like a kick out to the wing or something or the corner for a three. Not shameful, though. I, I, I like the trade. Only one thing that I would have liked more, and this is only with the Pacers, is maybe Brogdon. Just because I think Brogdon fills that Rubio role. I think he's a great decision maker, good passer, really great shooter, can score the ball. But I, I, I don't know what his price is. I don't know if his price is higher than Levert's or lower. It could be lower. Um, he's not as widely respected, I don't think. Well, he he did get quite a bit of recognition, but I like Brogdon. And I would have taken him over Karis LeVert, but it's not like it's a huge margin. I don't, in no way am I saying that I don't like this trade. Good trade. Well done. All right, done with sports. We're done with sports. Actually, we're really not. I say that. But our brand new weekly watch has to do with sports. And our first ever weekly watch, now replacing our watch of the week, our weekly watch is uh, the Winter Olympics. Just go out there. Once it's over, just turn them on in the background. Just let them play. Check in every now and then. You might see Sean White on a snowboard and that's cool enough for me so yeah we're 
let's for this week let's just kind of tune in on the Winter Olympics and we'll talk about it either Wednesday or Friday just kind of discuss what's been going on the goings on in Beijing um yeah that'll start us off and we'll get into more stuff like I said maybe some episodicals we can just kind of discuss episodes at a time like a book club this this podcast is turning into a book club for shows and games there you go um and I'll add to a weekly watch as well just cuz it has to do with the winter olympics sorta go ahead and watch you know I'm an Ohio State student go ahead and watch some OSU hockey I attended my first I attended my first in-person OSU hockey game uh, last Friday, and it was a, it was a good experience. You know, if you're an OSU student and you're not checking those out, you get in for free. You might as well. You might as well go to one at least. If you go to one, you're probably gonna like it. Although, I do have to say, for a first hockey game, we chose a hell of a good hockey game to go to for the first hockey game, like a a comeback win. In overtime, game-winning goal. I know I know very little about hockey, so it was kind of fun just to go all out for a team, because I find myself when I watch football or basketball. You know, I have my favorite teams, obviously, but I find myself wanting to watch good sport um, more than just die hard for a team. I like to watch good sport. Um, and for hockey, I really don't know what good sport is. Put the put the puck in the goal. That's all I know. That's about that's about the length of my knowledge for hockey. And so it was fun, just absolutely just going all out for a team, just rooting them on. No matter, I have no clue what they're doing. I can't even see the puck. You know, I'm just loving it, hoping there's a fight. Good fun. If you haven't seen a hockey game in person, I'd highly recommend going to see at least one. They are good fun if you just get into it for no reason. I will definitely be attending another one. If not, I don't know I don't know how long the season is and I don't know when it ends in college. So if not this year, <clears throat> I will be attending a lot more next year. Okay, the game of the week. some water before that one game of the week it's boring game of the week is going to be Madden 22 just because it's going to be what I'm playing for this week This it'll probably switch up at you know eventually but for this week it's Madden 22 I haven't said it yet and I feel like I talk about Madden so much that I might as well give Madden 22 a shout out because I do play it and I do buy Madden pretty much every year and I'd like to take this moment to say, don't. Stop buying it. Boycott it. Make them make a better game. Please, anyone, help! They're dragging me into this! They're paying me for... Th- no, they're not. I wish someone made a half-decent Madden. Well, I mean, it's fine. It's fun to play. I don't want to rip on it too much, but it is a stupid game. And it is terribly made, and they never update it, and the rosters are garbage. Josh Allen isn't an X-Factor. Someone help him. Jonathan Taylor isn't even a superstar. 
Jonathan, I repeat, Jonathan Taylor isn't a superstar. He led the league in rushing. Uh, <laughs> it's just awful. Update it. It's not hard. And also, they make players look terrible. If they don't do face recognition, then they just look like blobs. There is, there's like no options when you create your own player. There's like, there's no detail you can go into. He just looks, has to look like a sack of potatoes. It's better than Madden 21, I will say that. Because in Madden 21, creating your own player, you either had, well, no, I want to say either. You didn't have a choice. You had a huge-ass nose and big-ass lips. And there wasn't anything you could do about it. You just looked like a buffoon. And weird ears. And terrible hairstyles. No beard styles, really. There's just nothing. Make a EA. You know, if there is one company I really just hate, it's EA. <laughs> I love to hate on EA. Just because of Madden, really. Anymore. And The Sims. Make a better Sim. <laughs> no. I'll leave you alone for The Sims. Okay. That's the game of the week. Madden 22. Don't buy it if you don't have it. Don't waste your money. The football season's almost over. <laughs> don't waste your money. Just buy NBA. 22. I heard it's I heard it's one of the best NBA games they've made. So you know, I'll take somebody's word for it. Maybe it's bad again now. You know, there the sports games are all just kind of mediocre. When you dig down into it, the sports games are really terrible games. But they are the only you know, sports games. It's kind of a monopoly on the market for like 2K and EA to make Madden and um, NBA. I mean, yeah. So, there's really no choice. You just kind of you get what you get, but as far as, you know, sports games go, they do okay. All the players are there. For the most part. They even include players who don't play. Like certain people. <laughs> and give them special treatment in the game. But hey, if you pick them out of free agency, you can trade them for almost anyone. Really high value on people who don't play in the game and will never play in the game again. <laughs> okay, recipe of the week. This is a good one. Um, and you realize, well, I realize once I get out of, you know, my own hometown that many people really haven't even heard of this, and it is just like a normal food back where I come from. Recipe of the week is shredded chicken. It's just a really simple meal. It is what it sounds like. It's not just shredded chicken. There's a, There's more stuff in it, but not much more stuff in it. It's just super simple, and really nobody's heard of it outside of, like, northeast slash north central Ohio. 
It's not really that well known. And it's just a good dish. I feel like everyone should be able to try it. So I'll, I haven't even posted the lasagna recipe on the blog. It's lasagna. Do you really need a cook noodle, put sauce in noodle, stack noodle, bake noodle, eat noodle. <laughs> That's it. Just. Um, I'm, so I'm not going to post it. Sorry. But I've, I'll try to post the recipe of the week on shredded chicken. I don't know what it is. Shred chicken. Put chicken soup in chicken. Uh, I think crumble cracker in chicken. Ritz, Ritz crack or townhouse. I think that's a good option. Like those buttery, salty crackers. Crush, crumble, put in chicken and soup chicken. And bake soup chicken chicken cracker. Eat chicken <laughs> on bun. Eat it on a bun. Don't do what some people do and break the brunt. Never mind. I'll say it. Break the bun apart and have the chicken on the side and have the side dish, which was mac and cheese in this case the last time I had it, and scoop them all together on a fork and eat it. While I don't deny that I think mac and cheese and shredded chicken together on a sandwich probably would be pretty good. Don't stab your bun with a fork and like just don't eat it like a weirdo like some people. I'm not going to say any names. You know who you are. And I hope you're laughing listening to this cuz I am. Just a weird way to eat shredded chicken. And it's not the only thing you eat like that. But I'm not saying your name, so you're not... I'm not doxing anyone. (laughs) Okay. That's it. That was a fun, cute little episode. You know? We got through a few topics. Soaked up some time. A little more stuff that wasn't as sports-based. Just some fun conversation. Um, this might, this week might be a normal week. I might have a Wednesday and a Friday. So make sure to tune in for those. And, uh, I think we might, I think it's almost an 100% certainty that we have a guest on this week. I think we'll probably have one on just for some good chit chat. Who knows what we'll talk about. Anyway, I think that'll do it. As always, we'll be seeing you.